Welcome back to Al's Yarns. I'm Al. Around the early 2000s, I hit a rough patch in my life. Depression had kicked in. And I suppose after nearly five years of early starts, late finishes, and catching the train to work had taken its toll on my mental health. Same routine, day after day. I ended up going to my local GP on the suggestion from my wife to seek help, which I did. One thing my GP did suggest was maybe if I could find a job closer to home and maybe find something I like, maybe a hobby, to help my mental health as well. And when I was thinking about what sort of hobby I could do, I remember back in high school, the last two weeks of the last term, there were no subjects and we did outdoor activities and indoor, but years ago, um, ice skating, roller skating, bushwalking, playing sports. And I remembered I did enjoy bushwalking. We used to catch the train from Mount Druitt up to Glenbrook, then we'd walk the short walk from Glenbrook to the National Park, and then we'd do our walk in the National Park and back on the train and back to Mount Jewel Station. So the first thing I did was that I Googled bushwalking clubs in my area to me, and I came across Springwood Bushwalking Club, which I ended up joining, and I'm still a member today. The other thing I did was I did find a job closer to home, which was a big plus as well. With the bushwalking club, I started going on lots of walks and I love the Blue Mountains and my favourite walk would be the Blue Gum Forest and I also enjoyed walking the six-foot track with a friend of mine. This is 43 k's from Katoomba to Janelton Caves and some pretty amazing scenery as well. In 2006, I decided to trek the Kokoda Track in Papua New Guinea, which is 96 k's long. I had about eight months to prepare for this, and I did so by bushwalking the Wentworth Four tracks, the upper and lower tracks. I went to the gym with a friend of mine and did some workouts, and I ended up losing 15 kilos for the walk. I ended up walking the track at the end of April 2006 so I could attend Anzac Dawn service at Port Moresby. I flew in from Sydney to Brisbane and I ended up doing this walk by myself. No mates, no friends. And then we'll, when we were waiting at Brisbane in the lounge for the connecting flight to Port Moresby, I met up with a few other trekkers as well and we just sat in the bar had a drink and talked once at Port Moresby we stayed at the local hotel on the first night then we were up early 
for the bus trip to Owens Corner to start our 10-day trek. On the way to our starting point, our bus got bogged in mud. So we all had to get out, about 25 people in total, to help push the bus out. That was a good warm-up, I suppose, for our walk. Finally, at Owens Corner, we were debriefed of what's ahead during our trek, and we were assigned our porters if we're required. I had a young kid, 18 years old, and he was amazing. The amazing thing too was the locals would walk the track in bare feet. When I did the trek in 2006, it rained eight out of 10 days. It, it was the wettest April in 16 years. I remember on the longest, longest day we had, which was day four, we started at 8am trekking up Brigade Hill. It was wet, humid and very muddy. The hills went on and on and on and on. So I tried to avoid to look up. I arrived into our campsite about 10.30pm that night, totally stuffed. Others got there only a few hours before me. Most of them skipped their meals and went straight to sleep. I checked with Kokoda Australia. Charlie Lynn was a leader. We had a great history tour of World War II along the way, which was fascinating to learn about the Aussie troops v Japanese soldiers. When we stayed at Ishiraba, there is a fantastic memorial for the fallen soldiers. There are four pillars, courage, endurance, mateship and sacrifice. And, and the backdrop is the Kokoda Gap where the planes flew through during the war. At this memorial, memorial site, Charlie Lynn read about the sacrifice of the Aussie soldiers and I had goosebumps and a tear in my eye. It was very moving. I think everyone felt the same as I did. In that group of people, you could see little groups forming, four to six people, who hit it off straight away. I didn't go really with any group. I just kept to myself because of my low self-esteem at the time. I did the usual chit-chat, small talk, while trekking, white meal times, but that was it. At night, the porters would sing, and it sounded so beautiful. Lying in my tent, those not to sleep. It was a, f a fantastic achievement, and the Anzac Dawn service at Port Moresby was pretty special too. And that brings us to the end of another podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, be kind to yourself.